his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Jeff Bell. The January 6th committee will resume its hearings tomorrow morning after postponing today's session, but releasing some new video evidence. And a new question is emerging. Is there disagreement among the committee members as to whether they should refer what they have found to the Justice Department for criminal prosecution? And for more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Congressman Adam Schiff, the Los Angeles Democrat, who is a member of the January 6th committee. Thank you so much for being with us once again. And so you didn't hold your third hearing today, but it is set for tomorrow. Is the focus of that session still going to be Vice President Pence's role and the pressure brought to bear on him? Yes, it is. Uh, it will be, you know, that particular line of effort. There were multiple lines of effort by President Trump to overturn the election. Uh, some involved pressure on state legislatures. Some involved the filing of bogus litigation. Uh, and one of the main lines was uh, a pressure campaign directed at the vice president, uh, which went up to the you know the very end. Uh, and had he not done his duty, uh, things might have turned out uh, very differently. We might have ended up in a constitutional crisis uh, in addition to the violence we saw on the 6th. Congressman, your committee chair said the other day that he does not expect to refer cases for criminal prosecution, but then Vice Chair Liz Cheney said no decision has been made. Um, from your perspective, where does the committee stand on this? I, I think our chairman uh, clarified after that that, uh, in fact, we have not reached any conclusion about it. Uh, and, you know, more than that, uh, although certainly individual members have had conversations with each other, uh, we have yet to have a committee meeting to, to discuss and, and make any kind of decisions. And I think part of the reason why is we really wanted to finish more of our investigative work. We want to get through these hearings uh, before we reach that kind of a question about whether to make referrals, and if we do make referrals, what kind of referrals should they be and against whom. Uh, so our priority has been the investigation and the hearings, uh, but at the pro- appropriate point, uh, we will certainly come together and, and make a decision about that. If the Justice Department declines to file charges, are there charges that could be brought by a state attorney general? Yes, and, and there are state attorney generals that are looking at this. Uh, there are district attorneys that are looking at, at some of the allegations as well. Um, I would hope that the Justice Department will investigate uh, any credible evidence of criminal activity by the former president or by anyone else. Uh, and as Judge Carter in California pointed out, uh, there is just on a limited basis of what he has, which is a small subset of the evidence the committee possesses, uh, he believes that multiple criminal laws uh, were likely broken by the former president. Uh, and if that's the case, it needs to be investigated by the Justice Department. Uh, ultimately, they may make a decision to prosecute or not prosecute, but I don't think they can uh, refuse to uh, do the investigative work that is really called for. You're a former prosecutor yourself, of course. I mean, how strong do you think the criminal case could be 
that can be brought against former President Trump based on what you've seen so far? Well, I, you know, I think that these efforts to overturn the election, uh, efforts the president knew were based on bogus claims of fraud. He was told by his top people that he lost the election. There was no merit to what he was saying, and yet he continued to press this case, uh, continued his efforts to try to stop the the certification of Joe Biden as the winner. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think the uh, there's sufficient evidence, certainly for the Justice Department, to investigate this. Whether they will ultimately conclude that there's proof beyond a reasonable doubt, uh, I leave to them. But the important thing is that after four years in which the Justice Department took the position that you can't indict a sitting president, uh, they can't take the position now that, well, you can't really even investigate one when they leave office because it would be too controversial or too political. Uh, If they take that view, they're essentially saying the president is above the law. And that's not something our founders would have ever uh, subscribed to, and it's a dangerous idea. The committee released a video today purporting to show that a Republican congressman gave Capitol tours before the attack and that one of the people later involved was there taking photographs. Um, From your perspective, how significant is all this? Well, I I think it's significant, particularly because um, this Republican congressman and others uh, made public statements, uh, issued releases saying that there were no tours, they reviewed the video footage, uh, they never did a tour, and then, of course, you see this video evidence. Uh, and uh, and one of the people on that tour um, is also seen uh, at the Capitol on January 6th, um, you know, marching side by side with someone who has got a flagpole with a sharpened uh, point at the end, and they're talking about, uh, in talking ways that are threatening to members of Congress, so uh, something doesn't add up with what they were saying publicly, and uh, and and so that I think has been powerfully refuted just by the evidence that the committee has disclosed. It, it, it and more than anything else, it illustrates why we wanted to talk to this member of Congress um, and why his testimony we, we feel is very relevant. How big an impact do you think these hearings are having and will have in the long run? The nighttime hearing got very good viewing numbers. Do you think that trend will continue? I certainly hope so. You know, I was encouraged you know, by the numbers both of that nighttime hearing and of the hearing in the morning, which was all the more impressive because it was as early as it was on the West Coast. It was 7 a.m. Um, it shows that people are keenly interested in this, and the... The anecdotal evidence I get, and and yes, it's just anecdotal at this point, is that the hearings are reaching people who are not part of the choir. That is, people who are quite undecided or were undecided about what happened on the 6th and what the former president's responsibility was, and this is informing their judgment. They're learning some of these facts, many of these facts for the first time, and it's having an, an impact. And you know, the, the goal here is to make the public aware of how close we came to losing our democracy, to protect our democracy going forward. And, uh, and you know, we, we also want to document this for history, but the present is particularly what we're concerned about. As you systematically build this case for the American people, if no criminal charges end up being brought against the president in particular, uh, will you have done your job? I mean, w- will you feel that the, these uh, hearings served a point, or are you afraid people will say, oh, well, see, there was nothing there, let's move on? Uh, no, I, I think that our responsibility is not a prosecutorial one. Our responsibility is to inform the public and try to protect 
the country from any repetition of the kind of violence we saw on January 6th. And much like I felt after the impeachment trials, uh, they didn't secure a conviction in the Senate, which was heavily biased on a partisan basis uh, uh, for the former president. But I think we made the case to the public, and I think it was very inf- important uh, in terms of informing the public uh, of the, the danger that this president represented. And, you know, sadly, um, those impeachments were quite prophetic uh, because uh, we, we saw uh, after the first impeachment, uh, you know, after warning that if he wasn't held accountable, he would try to cheat in new and even worse ways, that that was exactly what he went on to do. Uh, so I, I think that uh, they do help to inform and uh, a well-informed public is one of the best safeguards against uh, the encroachment of authoritarianism. All right. Thanks again for being with us. Uh, Adam Schiff, Congressman from Los Angeles, a member of the Select January 6th Committee. And of course, the next hearing is tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock our time. You can hear uh, comprehensive coverage right here on KCBS. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.